Welcome. This is Michael Volkoff, and this is episode 139 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Our episode today is about two important criminal uh, food safety cases brought by the Justice Department, Bluebell Ice Cream and Chipotle uh, Mexican Grills. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everybody is staying safe, healthy during this difficult uh, pandemic time. We're slowly seeing some of the uh, you know, reopening of uh, stores, uh, some return to work situations, uh, things are moving slowly, but hope, hopefully everybody's staying safe and healthy. Please be careful out there. I know this is a difficult time. Our, our hearts go out to everybody. Uh, we especially appreciate, obviously, our first responders and all the healthcare workers uh, and the commitments they've made and our public health officials as well. So all the best to everybody. Uh, before we get started today this uh, on these uh, two important criminal cases, uh, I wanted to uh, introduce you again to our sponsor, Steel Compliance Solutions. Steel Compliance is the global leader in compliance and ethics management. Steel's compliance and ethics platform is comprehensive, robust, and easy to use to promote a company's culture of compliance. Steel partners with the world's largest, most respected companies to deliver compliance products and services that help organizations embrace a culture of compliance while protecting their brand. Building an ethical culture is a complex undertaking that requires a detailed understanding of the global compliance environment, considerable time, and specialized expertise. Steel's end-to-end ethics and compliance platform is designed to provide compliance officers with the solutions they need to proactively address changing regulatory and reputational risks. Steel's Ethics and Compliance Automated Platform offers critical functions designed to promote a speak-up culture to advance employee engagement, reporting, and incident management, investigate promptly and fairly potential incidents to ensure compliance with your organization's code of conduct and applicable laws and regulations, including anti-corruption, anti-money laundering, antitrust, sanctions, cybersecurity, and data privacy. Manage your organization's compliance policies and procedures to ensure that policies are updated and disseminated effectively so that employees understand your organization's compliance requirements. Educate and engage your organization to promote understanding in how your compliance program applies to day-to-day -day operations. And evaluate and monitor your organization's business partners, vendors, suppliers, and customers to mitigate risk and ensure adherence to your organization's ethics and compliance requirements. To learn more about Steel's Compliance Solutions, please contact us at email steelglobal.com or call 415-692-5000. Well, I wanted to turn to these uh, two important cases uh, in terms of food safety. Uh, not that uh, we're going to see immediately any you know, prosecution of pandemic, COVID-19 related cases, uh, but uh, you know, immediately. Uh, I think these are important cases to look at from sort of a criminal perspective in terms of uh, consumer safety and health and safety. Uh, this is an important uh, issue. Uh, and it may be no accident that the Justice Department uh, issued and resolved these two criminal cases during the pandemic, and maybe uh, they thought that there was an important message uh, to send with regard to these two cases. Uh, and. Uh, Obviously, the, uh, we're going to talk about the Chipotle case second, but that's the largest food safety criminal case uh, resolution for $25 million. So let's, 
let's start from the beginning here. There are two, two cases I want to talk about, Bluebell Creameries and Chipotle uh, Mexican Grill. Um, and the, like I said, these were two criminal cases brought in the last two weeks and resolved in these uh, two weeks, last two weeks. Um, you know, it is an indication to me of the Justice Department's aggressive prosecution for food safety issues. Uh, and obviously, if you have, uh, if you're involved in, uh, you know, safe, uh, safety type industries that can have a direct impact on consumers, no question you have to prioritize health and safety issues. But I think now going forward uh, with the pandemic and COVID-19, there's a health and safety uh, responsibility that applies to all organizations for all of their interactions, whether or not with customers or not. Um, so corporate boards, senior management have to focus on health and safety issues in this new COVID-19 uh, pandemic era and ensure they uh, avoid the pitfalls reflected in these two important cases, meaning you could have a case where it's just uh, lacks safety with regard to your employees. Uh, I, I think of the meatpacking cases that are going on where uh, those uh, entities may eventually get into trouble depending upon how they handle the food and safety issues. So let's talk about first the Bluebell Creameries case. Uh, Bluebell pled guilty to uh, shipping contaminated ice cream that was linked to a 2015 listeria outbreak. Uh, they agreed to pay a fine of 19.5 million, 17.4 of which is a criminal fine, 2.1 to settle Civil False Claims Act violations. Interestingly, in addition, Bluebell's former CEO, Paul Cruz, was separately indicted and charged in seven separate counts for conspiracy and wire fraud for concealing from customers uh, information known to the company about the Listeria contamination. In 2015, there was the uh, Listeria outbreak that was linked to Bluebell's ice cream. Uh, and it resulted in the deaths of three persons and the illness of a number of customers. Uh, Bluebell acknowledged that it distributed ice cream products that were manufactured under unsanitary conditions and contaminated with listeria in violation of the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. In February 2015, going back in time here, Texas state officials notified Bluebell that two ice cream products from the company's uh, Brenham, Texas factory had tested positive for listeria. Uh, listeria can cause serious illness or death, especially in vulnerable populations like the elderly, pregnant women, and those with compromised immune systems. In response, uh, Bluebell instructed its delivery drivers to remove the remaining stock of the two products that had tested positive from store shelves but the company made no effort to recall the products or issue any formal communications to inform customers about the potential listeria contamination. Um, so two weeks later, then Texas state officials notified Bluebell that a third product had tested positive for listeria uh, contamination. Again, Bluebell did not notify the public and customers of the contamination. Uh, around the same time, the FDA and the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, tested Bluebell products in March of 2015 and linked the products to a strain of listeria that had caused five patients to become ill from ingested, uh, ingestion of the uh, contaminated ice cream. On March 13, 2015, the FDA, CDC, and Bluebell issued public recall notifications. Subsequent testing confirmed additional listeria 
contamination from a Bluebell product made in one of its other facilities at Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. FDA inspections in March and April 2015 revealed sanitation issues at both the Brenham and Broken Arrow facilities, consisting of problems with the hot water supply needed to properly clean equipment and old and deteriorating factory conditions and equipment that led to unsanitary circumstances. So then in late April 2015, Bluebell closed its plants uh, to clean and update the facilities. Um, they shut down for a period of time. They had to get refinancing and then they eventually reopened, uh, but their stock certainly took uh, a tumble uh, after uh, this incident occurred. Uh, since reopening in late 2015, Bluebell has enhanced sanitation processes and enacted a new uh, safety testing program. It's interesting also to look, let's take a moment just to look at uh, what the former CEO, Paul Krauss, did. And it really, Krauss uh, is his name, and uh, it's really, I mean, pretty, if, if true, they're pretty damning uh, facts. Um, and the, basically, uh, it, the indictment alleges that he was aware at a time that he took these acts, he was aware of the fact that uh, the product had tested positive. Uh, for uh, listeria. And what he did was he or, uh, allegedly orchestrated a scheme to deceive certain ice cream customers, distributors, uh, after he learned uh, about the Bluebell's Texas facility testing positive for listeria. He directed other employees or his employees to remove potentially contaminated products from the freezers but not to notify the retailers or customers about the real reason for the removal of the product. Um, he instructed them to, to lie, basically, that the products were removed for another reason. There was a problem with one of their manufacturing machines instead of one of the real reason, which was samples of the product had tested positive for listeria. But according to the indictment, uh, during the period 2009 to 2014, uh, Regulars uh, regulators had identified a number of compliance failures and health safety risks at Bluebell facilities. Um, but in 2011, Krauss instructed quality control employees to stop testing certain products for listeria. And following this instruction, a Bluebell employee then destroyed records uh, showing uh, product testing results, and that and that their products had tested positive for listeria. So obviously, uh, Krauss's actions, uh, if, if believed and if proven, will show that he knew about the conditions and ordered uh, false information to be provided to retailers about the removal of the product and uh, also stopped the testing of certain products for listeria, knowing that some of them had already tested positive. And the Bluebell Blue employee who removed the, pro the uh, records and destroyed the records uh, did so pursuant to his instruction. So that's it's quite a case. And the Bluebell case, also I've written about it in terms of it was the subject of a, 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 class, a derivative uh, class action case in which challenging uh, the board's conduct and handling of this matter, which led to an important case which I refer to in the blog, and uh, there's a uh, it's on my blog about uh, the reversal of a dismissal of a case against the board of directors under the Caremark and Ritter standards. So 
that's an important thing. So there's a there's collateral litigation that I think uh, was ultimately resolved uh, in favor of the plaintiffs for close to I think it was forty million dollars. Well, the second case is the DOJ's largest food safety uh, fine uh, for criminal uh, violations. Uh, it was uh, Chipotle Mexican Grill uh, entered into a three-year uh, deferred prosecution agreement and agreed to pay a $25 million penalty uh, for food safety violations. Now, in the Chipotle uh, Mexican Grill case, um, here we had uh, basically foodborne illness cases in four locations between 2015 and 20, 2018. Uh, no one died from it, but uh, approximately 1,100 people became ill, including members of the Boston College basketball team, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, $25 million fine, like I said, is the largest in a food safety case. Um, and there was outbreaks of what's called norovirus, which is a highly infective uh, pathogen that's easily transmitted by food workers who are ill and handling ready-to-eat foods, and it can cause severe illness, including diarrhea, vomiting, nausea, and stomach pain. So between 2015 and 2018, Chipotle was cited for at least five foodborne illness outbreaks in Los Angeles area restaurants, Boston, Virginia, and Ohio. In these incidents, employees failed to follow company food safety procedures and note that these were at company-owned restaurants, not franchisees. These were company-owned restaurants, and that was an important link for liability purposes. They didn't go after franchisees who may have violated food safety laws, uh, and that's an interesting distinction to keep in mind. And the, what was at the heart of this was a requirement that requires ill employees, uh, Ill employees to be excluded from the workplace. So let's go through some examples. In December 2015, um, 234 customers and employees at a Chipotle restaurant in Simi Valley, Valley, I'm sorry, that was August 2015, 234 customers and employees at a Chipotle restaurant in uh, Simi Valley, California became ill. The, the restaurant failed to report the ill employee to uh, Chipotle safety officials, which is required under their um, procedures and to implement enhanced food safety procedures in response to the employee's illness. The Chipotle uh, restaurant did not communicate information basically about the ill employee until after customers reported becoming sick from the food. In December 2015, a norovirus incident uh, occurred at a restaurant in Boston, which caused 141 customers to become ill. Uh, and it was likely the result of an ill apprentice manager who was ordered to continue working uh, despite uh, the illness in violation of company policy after she vomited it in the restaurant. Uh, two days later, the same employee, and here's the Boston College part, packed a catering order for a Boston College basketball team uh, whose team members were among the ill customers. So there you go, uh, direct impact on Boston College basketball. As another example, in July 2018, uh, around 647 people who ate at a Chipotle in Powell, Ohio, reported uh, their illness uh, and related to a different pathogen, which was Clostridium, uh, which is a pathogen that grows rapidly when food is not held at appropriate temperatures. 
the Ohio Health Department found critical violations of local food regulations, including specific time and temperature standards for lettuce and beans. During the 2015 to 2018 period, Chipotle maintained uh, in inadequate staffing levels and deficient food safety training. Um, and employees were often subjected to pressure to continue working while ill, even though such practices uh, violated uh, Chipotle's practices requiring exclusion of sick employees. Uh, also, Chipotle was cited for its failure to audit certain records and to test and to make sure that its policies were being followed. So as part of the uh, deferred prosecution agreement, uh, Chipotle agreed to implement enhanced food safety policies and procedures. And as part of this effort, they, they agreed to work with its Food Safety Council to evaluate the company's food safety audits, restaurant staffing levels, employee training, and other issues in order to mitigate food safety risks. So as we take these cases and look forward to uh, you know, operating whatever organization, whatever your business is, that we're going to see uh, food safety if you're involved in the, the food industry, but also health uh, issues with regard to uh, pandemic uh, treatment of employees, employee relations, maintaining safety in the workplace. These are important reminders uh, as to uh, the need to focus on uh, the safety of employees, implementing procedures and controls uh, that are going to be necessary uh, in this new pandemic area. Anyways, so thanks for listening today. Uh, take care of yourselves. Everybody stay healthy, uh, stay safe, and please uh, be careful out there uh, until we get to a, a better point in terms of conditions for safety uh, in the pandemic. Thanks again. Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkov Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. You can learn more about the legal and compliance services we offer at our website, www.volkovlaw.com. You can also follow our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our podcast series. You can contact Michael Volkov at his email address, mvolkov at volkovlaw.com.
Come on.